Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to podcast 109. So part two of overcoming adversity or overcoming things that have happened in our life that are perhaps what we would say negative things in our life that have then bought cool stuff. So I'm just going to carry on from part one. Um, Thank you so much to everyone that has messaged me after part one and had a discussion with me about it, asked questions like... Um, thank you so much for reaching out. It was quite a hard podcast to record, I guess, because it's a hard thing for me to talk about. It was a hard time in my life. But like these things can mould us as people if we let it. Like having an eating disorder taught me that, you know, your health is so important. It's so fragile. Like my... I lost all of my periods. I had no, I think, I can't remember how long I actually lost my periods for, but you know, like I lost my periods. Um, my health was pretty bad, um, for a long time. And obviously I really affected my health. So that adversity that I went through, that mental illness that I went through really did mold me as a person because I went forward to learn, meticulously learn, about how to improve my health and you know like how to I investigated my menstrual cycle like an absolute scientist because little did I know at 14 years old that by going through that mental illness I could have made myself unable to have children I could have never got my periods back like there was lots of things that could have happened but the universe that wasn't what was planned out for me you know like I was thinking about the third podcast, the first podcast that I recorded, and I was like, something I didn't touch on was something that I learned about myself in this time of adversity is that I was really good at becoming an expert. So you hear me talking about like an expert in giving up, an expert in being a resilient, disciplined badass. Well, I was an expert. Uh, gaining control. I became an expert in doing what I was doing in that mental illness. Like what I realized about myself through that illness was that I was really capable of becoming an expert. I was pretty disciplined at sticking to my guns. I was, I mean, having an eating disorder is uh I mean you've there's a certain type of person, usually they're pretty Uh, determined. They're usually pretty uh, disciplined um, in a strange kind of way, but the discipline to not eat is huge. Um, Like that, 
absolute discipline to have control over this part of my life was massive. So what do I take away from that? I'm a fucking disciplined badass. Like if I can go to those lengths, you know, I can have that mental illness to those lengths, then what else could I achieve in my life? So yes, it's a really weird way of looking at it. Maybe some people would think it's a bit of a strange way of looking at it. But what I realized about myself in my recovery and the the years it took for me to recover is that I'm pretty disciplined and I'm pretty determined. So put that into something else. Put that into another um, part of your life, Um, which for me at that point was becoming the best personal trainer I could have possibly become. I wanted to learn how to look after your health. I wanted to learn about nutrition. I wanted to learn how it supported your body. I wanted to learn how exercise could build your body up rather than break it down. Like I wanted to learn all this stuff. And anyone listening to these podcasts can probably realize why I am so passionate about getting women away from crash diets giving them freedom, that word freedom to me, I'm sure you can all understand means so much more. Like having an eating disorder is so restricted. You don't have any freedom. And from someone that was trying to control everything in her life, like I've had that um, lack of freedom and I was trapped into this mental illness, but I gave myself freedom by, you know, deciding that I was going to recover So now every day, like I want to teach women the same thing in a different way, if that makes sense. Like I want to free them from crash dieting. I want to free them from restricted living. I want to free them from hating their bloody selves every single day. I want to free them from punishing their body with exercise. I want to free them from all this stuff because I have experienced not being free, being so trapped in somewhere that you don't want to be. And I've overcome it and I've learned it and I've got the tools and everything to get women out of that. It makes like, when I look back, I'm like, it happened in my life for a reason. It's how I've become the person I am today. It's like, I was going to go off to university. I was going to go and study psychology. Um, I didn't do any of that. And actually as part of my recovery, I started using a gym and in that gym I saw people doing these classes and I was like oh I could do that and this is how I recovered I recovered due to changing my mindset on exercise and learning about nutrition which is now what I want to pass on to everybody else our story can drive us forward but on the other hand it can keep us stuck and I see it all the time of women saying they can't achieve this because of an eating disorder or although they can't do that because of an eating disorder or they can't um do this because of that they can't do this because of this like we can all achieve whatever we put our mind to we can all achieve what we want to achieve um if we actually put our mind to it and we use our adversity and all that old shit that you're holding on to to drive us forward So another little thing I wanted to talk about on this um, podcast is that horrible word shame, (laughs) because for a lot of years, I felt like I shouldn't be 
teaching people this stuff because of the adversity that I had gone through. So there was a lot of years in my early career that I almost felt like a fraud. I felt like I shouldn't be standing in front of women and teaching them this thing because of what I'd overcome. Um, I felt a lot of shame around it. I wouldn't tell people that that is what I'd gone through. Um, you know, like I would feel shameful for, for that mental illness that, that I experienced. But now looking back, like it's my superpower. Like I had to be so resilient. I had to be so disciplined and I had to do things that I really didn't want to do, but I knew was good for the bigger picture. And so I look back now, I feel no shame. I have no shame in talking about this part of my life. And it's a very taboo subject, like mental illness and, um, you know, other maybe adversities that you've been through. It's a taboo um, subject to talk about these things. And I think there's a lot of Instagram, especially people that are almost uh, using mental illnesses to drive their, their themselves forward. Like I've never felt in the position to have to tell people what I've been through. I've never been in a position where I like, I thought it was actually necessary that people knew that stuff. But, you know, I wanted to talk about it so that I could encourage those that have been through adversity to not feel shame, to not, you know, hold it in as like a really bad part of themselves. And, you know, I felt like that for a really, really long time. I felt like it was a part of my life that was just really bad. Like you shouldn't really admit that to anyone because people will think differently of you. People will judge you. People will think that you're a complete fraud in the job that you're doing. And don't get me wrong, if you asked lots of personal trainers, they would have had a story. Like the reason they got into this job in the first place is usually from adversity. Ask Joe Wicks. Ask some of these big fitness people, like why? Why did you get into this business? Like what happened to you? And nine times out of 10, you are going to hear a story from those people of something they had um, experienced, some adversity or, you know, how exercise saved their life or, um, you know, changing their nutrition saved their life, drove them into the career that they're in. Like, look at... um, some of these business coaches where bankruptcy actually taught them to become a business coach. Like there's all these things, like everyone has a story. So there's no shame, like in anyone's story, what you've been through, maybe what, what you've done in life. Like there's no shame. Like these things mold us to be the people we want to be. But the one thing that I want to just push out there and drive forward is it doesn't define us. Like if you've been severely obese, that doesn't define you as to not be able to become healthy and in a healthy BMI. I hate BMI, but I'm just going to make it sound easier. Um, like what I want to get people away from is using their story as an excuse as to why they can't achieve something. Because I could have used my story through my life. 
And I could have dipped in and out of it for my whole life. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of my eating disorder. And I can't do this because of... like I could have used my story to hold myself back, keep myself stuck. I could have done that. But I didn't. Like I've used my story for the good. And my adversity has taught me so much. And in those years that I was poorly, I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about who the person I wanted to become. I become really fucking tough. (laughs) Um, And, you know, like it did bring greater good because look what I'm doing today. I am helping free women from, you know, all this shit every day. So it's so cool. I look back with gratitude. I'm sure my mum doesn't look back with gratitude with what I put her through, but these are moments in our life that just shape us as a person and make us who we are and really test our resilience, our discipline and our determination. But the reason I want to talk about this and why I've broke this into two parts and why actually in another podcast I'm going to interview someone else that has suffered huge adversity. Like I want to show you people, I want to show you all that's listening to this that you can overcome anything. Like, if you are an emotional eater, then fucking overcome it. Like, do whatever your coach, trainer, whatever is, t- is, t- is telling you to do and overcome it. Like, if you are a binge eater, like, this is an eating disorder. Like, overcome it. You can overcome all of these things. Like, there's so many adversities that a lot of women that I come across are experiencing that they can overcome. Like don't let your adversities or don't let your habits or the way you are hold you back from achieving what you want to achieve. If you've always hated exercise, well make it fucking different. Like work hard at finding a way of loving it. And you know, just going down that route for just a second, like I have women come to me all the time saying, I've always hated exercise. I was made to do it as a child and now I hate it. Or I was, um, I had a bad experience where I over-exercised for this many years and now I hate it. And, you know, most of the time these women are just looking at exercise from the wrong place. Like they're looking at it as something they have to do to punish their body for what they've eaten and they're not looking at it as a celebration of what their body can do they're not looking at it for longevity they're not looking at it for how it makes their mental health feel they're not looking at it as you know just something that you do every day to make you more productive they're not looking at it as something they do every day to get their blood pumping around their body so that they have more energy to do the job that they do like you know, like whatever you're telling yourself, the story that you're telling yourself about why you can't achieve something, like stop, change your language, start working on your mindset, start doing what your coach is telling you to do, start using the tools that they're giving you. Because if you really want to change, then you have to stop defining yourself with these things. I always fail is another one that I hear all the time. Oh, it comes from this time in my life um, where this happened and now I always feel like a failure. Well, fucking let it go. That's not you anymore. Like make yourself something different because we can make ourselves whatever we want to. 
like between the ages of 14 and 17, I, it was a big time in my life that I could have gone a very different way. I could not, I could have, uh, crumbled and, um, I could have died actually. Let's just put it that way. I could have died. Um, so like, we're not who we used to be. We're not, we don't have to define ourselves from what's happened in our life. Like change your story. Like when people hear that I've had an eating disorder, they're quite puzzled. I think, I think some people are like, Oh, what? The woman that spouts that you should love your body, the woman that is constantly bigging up your shape, your size, the woman that's yeah, that's me. And yes, I had an eating disorder. And you know what? It molded me to become the person I am today. It molded me to want to help women absolutely love the bones of their body. Like, yes, it molded me to want to coach women to love the body that they're in. Yes, it did. Because do you know what? How fucking amazing is my body? Like for three years of it, I literally punished it. I neglected it. I treated it like absolute shit, such shit, but it forgave me. It forgave me. And look at me now, you know, like my body is pretty, um, is, is pretty amazing. And I know there's a completely different way of looking at it, but I'm not angry about what I, what I did to it. I'm not, I don't have any regrets of what I did to my body, but I have so much respect. I have so much respect for what my body overcome. And going back to that part one of the podcast where, you know, it was never about how I looked. Generally, your unhappiness with your body is not usually anything about how you look. And there's a lot more deeper stuff involved in that. And there's a lot more to do with your respect for yourself. And so start looking at your adversity and some of the things that you've been through as superpowers and how fucking amazing is your body and your brain for overcoming these things. And like looking at your body is like, right, it's time to nurture it rather than stop punishing it. Like I see women punishing their body with crash diets every day. Like I have to touch on this because it's so infuriating for me and for someone that's in the industry that I'm in, this injection that the NHS or government are now bringing over to the UK to help people lose weight, it absolutely blows my mind that people will do this to themselves. They have that disrespect for their body to inject that shit into themselves with symptoms such as, oh, this drug could cause cancer okay, I'm still going to have it because I have to be smaller. Like, let's just be really honest. Like, that's not about changing your body. That's something deeper than that. There's some deeper mindset problems in there if you are willing to inject yourself with something that could cause cancer. So, you know, like, it blows my mind that um, women are neglecting their bodies in such a way, neglecting their health in such a way, and disregarding their health in such a way, um, and not looking forward and respecting it like it, the respect it should have. So part two is going to be quite short. I just wanted to touch a little bit more on how adversity can mold us as people. If we let it, um, our story is actually really valid. And if we really sit down and we think about how our story has 
helped us in life. It might actually enable us to get over what we're trying to get over at the moment. And, you know, if you've become an expert in binge eating, if you've become an expert in emotional eating, then imagine what else you could become an expert in. You could become an expert in taking care of your health if you put your energy into the right places. We shouldn't feel shame for the adversity that's happened in our life. We shouldn't feel shame to, in inverted commas, where we have got to. If you're standing, sitting, driving, whatever, listening to this and you are really, really overweight and you feel shame about that, then stop it because it's holding you back and keeping you stuck. It is what it is. Let's move forward. Find a way. Let's overcome all of this and get you into a different space and have some fucking respect for your body. Like if you are uh, drinking too much alcohol, smoking, if you're emotionally eating on to celebrate or to commiserate, like if you're doing all this stuff, just take a second to think about how your body feels when you do that. Have a think about how incredible your body is and what it has achieved in life, what it has overcome, the adversities it's had to overcome. Like have a think about it and then think about how you're treating yourself mentally and physically. The stories you're telling yourself, the things you're telling yourself, the excuses you're giving yourself as to why you can continue to sabotage your body like you are. Like think about all these things and then look at the bigger picture and decide that you're going to change not because you want to look smaller and like you want to feel better in your body and you want to wear smaller clothes but because you respect the amazing body that you're in and it deserves it because you want to live a really long life like come away from this diet culture come away from I must lose weight to feel good come away from losing weight will make me happy come away from all of that because actually when you go into a different headspace of respect and actually loving your body for everything that it's done for you so far in life loving your body that it gets you from one place to another every day loving your body that it's standing and it's healthy and it's full of vitality like when you can put it into that direction weight loss is so easy so easy because you know like I I don't really drink alcohol not because I'm like oh it's poison and my body's a temple nothing to do with that I can't sleep when I drink alcohol. It gives me severe anxiety the next day when I drink alcohol. So actually, drinking alcohol makes my life worse. Drinking alcohol sends my body into all sorts of um, negative emotions. So why the fuck would I do that to my body? So it's nothing about... So if you're ever out with me and I have one glass of wine and then I drink water, you're going to know why. It's because I respect myself. I respect that I need my sleep. I respect that my body bloody hates alcohol. Like... It's nothing to do with this is going to gain three pounds in the morning and all to do with respect for myself. Like, I don't binge on takeaways and like, you probably wouldn't even catch me in McDonald's, you know? And is it because my body's a temple and I'm a personal trainer and I'm a saint? No, it's because it makes me feel like shit, gives me a bellyache, gives me bad tummy. So from a respect to my body, I don't do it. Like, there's no other explanation for it. 
Like, I don't feel like I'm being left out when everyone's eating McDonald's around me because I know damn well that my body's going to feel okay tomorrow and theirs isn't. Like, so when we change our relationship with ourselves to, I respect my body too much to do that, bang, what a change. I'm going to exercise to celebrate my fucking body. Bang, what a change. Like, look at the bigger picture, open your eyes and start respecting the body you're in and giving it what it needs to be full of vitality. So I hope these last two podcasts have been good listens for you. I hope they've inspired you in some way. I hope you've taken something that is going to help you on your journey. I really hope it does. Um, I'm going to have another podcast in the next few weeks about adversity, but I'm going to get back to my tough love next week, I'm sure. Um, So thank you so much for listening and hearing my story. Um, And until next time, I'll catch you soon.